Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Off Season. I'm your host, Paul. Um, so today we got a very special guest, a good friend of mine from all the way from the UK, which is pretty late for you right now, to be honest. But we'll get to him in a minute because I'll let him introduce himself because he's a good, very awesome dude, very good, relaxing, mellow, uh, scaredy cat little guy. But I mean, we still love him. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'll t- let him introduce our, himself. Weave, go for it. Hi, guys, this is Weave from Weave's Gaming on YouTube. Um, and I guess we're just going to talk about horror, basically, that I absolutely love, as you know. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, I first met you through uh, Goosebumps, the game, which that wasn't really too scary. And what did you find it scary? Um, no, that was that quite tame. I think I can remember finding you online and asking you how to get past the certain part in the toy room because I got stuck. <laughs> yeah, could you, could I was stuck from like an area that you figured out even. I think it was like yeah. that, that uh, auntie that like you wanted to help, uh, you had to like make her fall asleep and then poison her drink. I think that's where yeah. I was stuck. Yeah, I remember. Um, I was stuck on one part and then you were stuck on other parts, so we just kind of decided to help each other through it. Yeah, so you ended up sending us, like, a party invite with, like, it was me, you, and a couple other people were just playing Goosebumps and just having a good grand old time. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a fun night. So, uh, Weave, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, just a little bit? Well, I just turned 30 this year, so I'm getting old now. Um, I'm from what you'd kind of guess you'd call it the countryside in the UK. I'm not from like a big city or anywhere like that. Um, and I just love gaming, basically. I've got, got quite a few kids. <laughs> they all love gaming as well. Hey, whatever works, man. Whatever works. Hey, just to be, just to make it feel like not so awkward, but I'll, I'll be 30 this year as well in October, so you're not alone. I'll be an old little bastard as well in, like, five more months. Uh, but actually, it'll be five months and one day tomorrow. Well, technically, it'll be five months technically tomorrow. So there you go. And and um, for a kicker, it will be Friday the 13th this year. So, oh, wow. So, yeah. So you'll be... Uh, uh, probably seeing me stream like the Friday the Thirteenth game with the Jason mask on or some shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, what other games have you played, like horror wise? Um, the only ones I've ever got to the end are probably Resident Evil Five. I actually managed to finish that after I found some co-op help. Um, I started Evil Within and quit after the first chapter. Because I got so scared. <laughs> I quit Emily once to play after 10 minutes. <laughs> I think I stopped Alien Isolation even earlier than that. <laughs> wow. Um, until dawn, I found that pretty cool. Um, so did you... You said you played Emily Want to Play, which um, which I showed you the video. And I don't know if you ever watched it, like my 10-minute rant of why I was pissed off at Emily Want to Play. Yeah. But, oh my god, dude, that game pissed me off. I'm still trying to figure out why I'm, why I put myself through the 
the uh, awfulness of trying to 100% it, but I did. I think it was because <laughs> what I did was I, when I got to the final hour, I probably backed up my save. And then I was just like, okay, all we just got to do is just back up the save here and survive it and just get the other trophies and I'm done. I don't have to go through this fucking three times or whatever. But, uh, so let's see. You mentioned Evil Within. Fucking love that game. For anybody that doesn't know the Evil Within, it was from the godfather of horror, a.k.a. Shinji Mikami, who is the creator of Resident Evil. Which most people don't really realize that. But that would probably would help you explain why Resident Evil sucks ass now. Because yeah. Shinji Mikami left right around the end of Resident Evil 4. Like right after Resident Evil 4 came out, that's when he pretty much left Capcom. So he could start his own studio. Oh yeah, yeah I remember that now. He, he uh, Something happened and he left Capcom. But they, left, they didn't leave on good terms. And then he wants to make one final game in his own vision to, like, bow out to. Right, yeah. That's pretty much what it was or something like that. But, yeah, I just know he wanted to go create something else or, or whatever. But he wanted he pretty much wanted his own studio, which ended yeah. up coming to uh, Tango Works, I think is what it's called. Well, I think he said he wanted to make it the best game he's ever made and the scariest game he's ever made. Right. Which, uh, so yeah, so then he created Tango, which I never actually heard of his company until Evil Within was coming out. And I'm just like, who's Tango? And then you find out that Sidney McComey's working on it and it's actually his studio and you're just like, oh my God. Like, this this is going to be the game. <laughs> yeah. Is he the one who's doing um, the Death Stranding game? No, that well, that's the... Uh, that's the Metal Gear Solid guy. Yeah, that's the Metal Gear Solid guy. Yeah. That's the same guy that also did the PT, if you ever played that. Oh, yeah, I played that. <laughs> I never got to the end of it. <laughs> never got to the end of it. <laughs> well, how, if you remember, how far in PT did you even get before you're just like, nope, done? <laughs> well, actually, that game... It, it wasn't that it was scary, it's just that I'd got to the point where I just had no clue what I was meant to be doing. It just kept repeating and repeating and repeating. Like, I could hear the clock, I could hear the phone ringing, she kept jumping out at me, and I just had no clue what I was meant to be even doing. And I think a lot of people got stuck at that part. Yeah, I do know um, that PT was originally planned to have people get, sh like, not figure it out for, like, a few weeks at least. I don't remember what their uh, thoughts were of how many weeks per se, but, I mean, PT was figured out how to be in, like, three days. So, <laughs> I guess it wasn't that tough to be, like, a couple weeks, but, I mean, a few days tough, I mean, that's not bad, I guess. Yeah, um, I'm pretty good that that game got cancelled, to be honest. I know a lot of people started selling the... It got pulled from the store and people were selling the PS4s for crazy prices oh, just God, because yeah. it had that game installed. Yep. Which, which, I don't really know how that would work, to be honest, because, okay, so, so let's say, like, I sold you my PS4, right, with PT for 3,000 
pounds or whatever, or three thousand American money. But what to say? Yeah. So what to say? Because uh, that's how much I've actually seen it go for. But um, but what to say? You got my PS4. Now how would that work? How would you be able to play PT? Because I'm curious of no trying to figure out this if like. So what you gotta create? Did you have to create another user? Like, like I think if you sold just the account, you would have to sell them your username and password, and then you'd have to deactivate your PS4 as primary. They activate theirs as primary, but then you could never touch that account again. But what's to stop the people who sold it recovering right. it back again and selling it again? Right. It, it would be pretty ridiculous. Well. Well, here's the thing now, with the recent PS4 update, though, now we can actually transfer applications to, like, USB drive now, as long as it's the required size, which is, like, what was it, 250 gigabytes, I think it was, it said, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but their console has to be set as primer, or they all have, all the, the applications have padlocks on them. Yeah, and then you can also now transfer application to different systems as well now, too, besides just the USB. Yeah. So, what do you think of that, per se? Um, personally, I've never done it. I just, every every PS4 console I've bought, I've just took the hard drive clean out and swapped it straight out for a 2 terabyte. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I've never really transferred anything like that. Fair enough. I've never... I'm kind of skeptical about switching mine because I feel like I'm going to break my system. <laughs> it's actually pretty simple. It just slides off the top. Oh. So they made it easier than the PS3 then because I think it, it was the PS3 that was harder then, right? Oh, yeah. The, PS, the PS4, the top just slides off. You just press down and slide it off and then it's just one screw to remove the hard drive casing. Oh, wow, that's not as bad at all. There's literally, like, one screw. Nice. Nice. But, okay, so before we get too carried away about gaming yep. here, um, <laughs> so what type of, what, um, what's your favorite type of horror films? Do you have any? Um, I watch them all. And, uh, my partner's obsessed with horror movies. If we have, like, if we have a movie night, she'll, she'll always go for the horror films rather than the, like sloppy love movies. Um, she likes stuff like where there's twists in story, like thrillers. But she she uh, preferred movies, horror movies. So we've pretty much watched all the recent new ones. Hmm. Um, but I find them the newest, the newer horror films. I find them a bit boring. Most of them because they're just too predictable these days. I can and agree with that. And when people say these days, like, horror movies are scary, I wouldn't say they were scary. Because scary implies that you, like, you feel fear. But I'm not scared watching them. It's, they make me jump. It's jump scares. So you're not, you're not really scared. You just, it makes you jump. So I I can't really class it as scary. Scary for me is, like, after you've watched it and you're having nightmares for weeks after about it. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, would you... How, okay, so I don't know if you listened to the episode that me and Tessa did, but we did an episode called Horror, What the Fuck Happened? Now, yeah. now, um, in your own personal take, would you say, like, 
horror had changed from back then to now, like, in a bad way, per se? Well, I think it's just Hollywood that just changed it, because you get all these horror films that are made by big, like, Hollywood companies and studios, and they're not interested. They're just out to make a quick buck, so they're just... They just use like the same template over and over again, but they're just changing the actors and the story. But it's the same things, the same jump scares and stuff. Whereas back in the day, there were more independent studios and like even B movie horrors that were scarier than some of the bigger ones. Right. I think um, two of my favourite movies from like eighties and nineties were not very big. In fact, they both flopped. Um, the first one that ever gave me nightmares I think it's the only film that ever gave me nightmares were a film called Split Second and that one had a budget of 7 million and it only grossed like 5 million and that left me terrified for weeks I was having nightmares I was was even thinking about it when I went to school it was terrifying Um, and the second one it's, it wasn't scary, it's just I really loved it. Um, that had a budget of 20 million, and it only grossed just under 7 million, I think. And that were a film called Screamers. I think I've heard of that one. Um, that starred Paul Weller, who played Robocop. Ah, um, yes. Yeah. And I've only just recently learned that they actually made a sequel to that film in 2009, so I need to go and watch that. Very cool. Now, is there any type of horror series that are your like you would say would be like your favorite or your classic to you or like um, like even TV shows? Like, did you ever as a kid do you, did you ever watch a TV show called Ah Real Monsters? Yeah, yeah, Nickelodeon, yeah. Yep. Did you did you like that show? Did it scare you? As oh a kid? no, no, it didn't scare me. I loved it. The only cartoon that ever freaked me out as a child was um, it wasn't even a scary one. It was Angela Anaconda. There was just something really freaky about that cartoon. Anaconda, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite uh, character in Audrey Monster was definitely Ickes. He was definitely my favorite. Did you have a favorite character out of Icarus, Crumb, or Obuina? No. <laughs> no, you just kind of like them yeah. all pretty much. I never really watched many cartoons, I was always out. But, yeah, um, me too. I was always out too, but somehow I would manage to always watch it like at night, I guess. I mean, TV show-wise, the only ones I really watched that are even regarded even close to horror is stuff like... Uh, I watch Supernatural. I watch, yeah. um. Well, what else do I watch? American Horror Story? Yeah, I watch American Horror Story and I watch, um. I always forget what it's called. It's Vampires. Um. um Vampire Diary, True Blood. Yeah, I watch True Blood. Yeah, the one with the worms. The worms go in their eyes. The, the strain. Watch the strain. Ah, uh, yeah. And then there's Penny Dreadful as well. Huh. Um, are you familiar with a TV show called Salem? Um, yeah, my partner's watched that, but I've not watched it yet. Really? But I'm, I'm guessing it's something to do with the uh, Salem Witch Trials. Yes. But 
it, it the way they did it though is really really unique. And me and me and my girlfriend like who also like hosted the podcast when she's not working, but um. But, like, when she's not here, I usually do, like, the off-season just to kind of, you know, help kill time. But me and her love, like, she actually never heard of the, like, she did, but she was, like, always skeptical about it until, like, I told her about it. I was just like, I'm like, you're into this, and you don't even watch Salem? Why? So then, (laughs) so, so she started watching it with me one night, and she's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> like this is this is good and I'm like yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and does um, every episode end in cliffhangers as well so it makes you want to watch the next one pretty much yes yeah yep which um, did you ever recent like recently have you seen a TV show called Sweepy Hollow I was actually just about to mention that because people keep telling me good things about that one and I've never seen that, so I'm thinking about watching that. Well, I hate to bring you bad news, but Fox just cancelled it after four seasons. Yeah, I saw that as well. I think I might have seen it on your uh, thing online. Yeah, I saw it online and I was just like, man, I saw this coming. I'm just surprised it actually lasted four seasons and not like two or three. Well, when I looked that show up last year, I thought that had already ended because it, it said something about it, it had finished. Hmm. Unless they decided to bring it back again for a final season. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I just, I, I don't know. I kind of didn't really like the idea, but then I also hear good, good things about it. So, yeah, maybe in time. I, th- I think I want to watch... Uh, Dust Till Dawn, they've done a show on that, and uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, those two look pretty cool. Yeah, I keep I keep getting told I need to watch Ash versus the Evil Dead, it cut it pretty well done, and I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It's supposed I, to be funny as well. Yeah, see, like, Evil Dead was funny, but not really, I guess, like... I don't know. I guess I'm more of an original guy. I don't really like the newer stuff. Yeah. Kind of like, um, here, oh, here's a, here's a good one. So, have you seen the original It? With, uh, with Jim Curry? The clown movie. Yeah, the clown movie. Yeah, yeah. Did you like the original It? Um... I've only ever seen it once or twice, and it was a very long time ago, but I seem to remember... I can remember the clown in the drain. I can remember his nose coming through a sink. Yep. I can remember him coming into some kind of, like, mental asylum or hospital. Yep. And I can remember him turning into some kind of giant spider thing, and, they had a, and the kids had a catapult, like, shooting stones at it. But that, that's all I can really remember. Okay, well... Well, that's pretty good for for memory that you haven't really watched in forever either. But what are your thoughts on the new It now? Oh, yeah, I definitely want to see it. <laughs> I, I, that's what I mean. I, I, I can't understand why I always wimp out playing games, horror games, but when I watch films, I love them. I never jump. The only film that's ever made me jump recently... And it wasn't even anything scary in the film either. It was just a random thing. Uh, was the very first Sinister movie. 
he, go, he goes up into the attic and when he's in the attic the attic door slams behind him and that's the only thing that's ever really made me jump hmm. but I just get engrossed and I love them now what what about found footage film do you like found footage films like uh, Wreck Quarantine um, Where yeah, Witch I love Wreck um, I've never seen Quarantine well, quarantine is the well, American is a, yeah Americanized version of wreck yeah yeah um, stay away from it. I only figured that out because my brother watched it and he thought he was telling me about it and I thought that sounds similar to wreck. And then um, I read it up and it said that a dog spreads a virus or whatever. And I can remember in wreck they said something about the dog, but in wreck you never actually see this dog, but in quarantine you do. Right. Right. That's the only little small difference. Otherwise, it's pretty much same shot by shot. For the first movie, anyway. And then, when Wreck 2 came out, I actually never got a chance to see it yet at the time. I only saw Quarantine 2, which was called, like, Terminal or some shit. Anyway, long story short, the U.S. version of the second Quarantine was fucking retarded. Like, Like, there's nothing... Like, there's nothing memorable no, no about it. To the original. Right, like, it's just, it's, it's going on at the same time as the first quarantine movie, or first wreck, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, in this case, it's the first quarantine movie. And it, the, the events happen on a plane this time. And, uh, another guy... I think I've seen a trailer for that, actually, yeah. Well, what's really interesting is... Quarantine 2 is very different than Wreck 2. Wreck 2 is actually taking place right after the first film. Like, right after the first original Wreck. So it's still in the house. It's not even leaving the house like Quarantine 2 did. So... So in my opinion... I I actually heard that there was a Wreck 3, but I never actually found it. Or if it were even true, because when I looked online, I could only find some weird. It said it were Rec Three, but when I watched it, it were all in Spanish. That but there were no subtitles, and there were at some kind of wedding. So I don't know if it were a fake trailer or whatever. That's right. That is true. Because I own it. That is true. And so is it actually a real film? Yeah, it is a real film. I can actually send you a picture of uh, all four films because there is actually one more film. Wreck 4 oh, came out. I never knew that. I might have to check those out. Wreck 4 is amazing. It went back to, like, the ending of Wreck 2. And this time, the purpose of it, the purpose of Wreck 4 is called Apocalypse, if I remember correctly. And the idea of it is they're taking anybody who's infected on a ship and, like, sending them off the sea kind of thing, pretty much. Like, you know, blowing up the ship, I believe, yeah. was the primal idea. But shit, shit hit the fan in in the ship. But what I found really, really odd, uh, not odd, but, like, cool, because it helped fill in the blank, I guess you could say, like, why there was a Wreck 3. But if you watch Wreck 3, there's an old lady, and I feel bad for this old lady, But anyway, a long story short is, in Wreck 4, Apocalypse, that old lady from Wreck 3 is actually in Wreck 4. So, you know, 
it's not like it's not like yeah. this film just happened. It was just like even the old lady came aboard Wreck Four because she was exposed to the uh, virus from the wedding. Right. The only so it kind of ties in. In a way, like the only thing that three and four did was that it stayed uh, found footage for like a little bit, but then it turned into like an actual traditional film, if that makes sense. Yeah. So both films actually did that though, but it does tie in everything. And I was actually kind of sad when I heard Rec 4 was going to be the last one. But when you watch it, it makes sense of why it's the last one, too. Yeah, it's good when they go back and, like, tie loose ends up as long as they don't make the film. Like, do you know, do you know like, when they ruin it by making a really cheap version of a movie, like, every sequel gets worse and worse and worse. But if they do it like well, Saw? then... I believe they should go back and tie loose ends up if they can, like, bulk the story out and not just put fillers in. Right. Like, kind of like, like, Saw. Kind of like Saw did. Like, you know, after three could have been the last Saw, but then they kept it going for four more films. And now... Yeah, and they're still fetching a new one out. This year, yeah. The new yeah. one comes out this year, Saw Legacy. Which, did you see the, the trailer for that? No, I've not seen a trailer. I just it was quite a few months ago. I saw something announcing it online. Yep, Tobin Bell, who was the first original Jigsaw, is actually making another appearance in this new one. Nice. Which me and my girlfriend were even talking about it. How we're trying to figure that out because he technically dead, but of course it had to be a flashback, but. Yeah. To what? I don't know. Maybe to him losing his family, because if you do watch the trailer... Maybe it's him leaving his legacy behind and he's trained somebody else. Well, it definitely is somebody else. Yeah. But um, we don't know exactly who, because all they gave for hints is that like this guy wears like a hooded sweatshirt and is bald. That's the only thing I can tell you. They could have done it a bit like the TV show The Following, where it's trained more than one and there's more followers out there and it's like some kind of cult as well. See, that's what I'm starting to... See, that's what we were wondering, if it's some type yeah. of like cult follower thing that just wanted to continue his uh, legacy work. So... Which would make complete sense, too. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I like, uh, another film that did that as well, where it got worse with everyone, is um, Final Destination movies. <laughs> oh yes, which uh, they're actually making Final Destination six. Oh god! <laughs> oh god is right. Yep, I'm trying to remember the last one I've ever seen. It was like I believe three or four. It was the one with the roller coaster. Yeah, and I think that one ended where they were all on a train in the subway. I believe so. That sounds right. It's been, that movie's been forever. We, me and Tessa actually own all the Final Destination because we found it, found all of them for like five or ten bucks and we're just like, five movies for like five or ten bucks? Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, so we got all of them. Uh, what about Paranormal Activity? What are your thoughts on that retarded uh, franchise? Yeah, that, I was actually going to say that because my girlfriend absolutely loves Paranormal Activity. Oh, um, but the last one, uh, number five. Ghost Dimension. Yeah, yeah, that one. I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> it was just so boring. It was boring. Normally I get right into paranormal activity and I love it, but that one just sent me straight to sleep. The only one I've never seen is the, I think it's, in fact there's two. There's a Tokyo Nights one or something, a Japanese one, and there's a Mexican one called the Marked Ones. I've never seen those two. What was the other one? Because I, I had Marked Ones, and then what was the other one? Um, it's called Paranormal Activity Tokyo Nights, I believe. I'd never heard of that one. I'll have to look that one up. It's like a Japanese version of Paranormal Activity. Huh. I'll have to, uh, take a look at that. The Mark ones kind of confused the shit out of me just a little bit. Because, I don't know if I should even tell you, or if you want to watch it, but if you don't want to watch it, I can tell you why it kind of confused the shit out of me. So, I'm going to let you give me... No, no, it's fine. You can tell me. So... So you remember how the first the first paranormal ended, right? Um, Pretty much, one. the camera was in their bedroom, and then oh, like yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then what's her face? Katie went downstairs to like I don't know, fetch something or well, she was possessed, I believe. So yeah. So the possessing guy, like demon, made her walk downstairs, and then like a couple seconds later, you hear her scream. And then the boyfriend come down, and then, of course, get stabbed, whatever, yeah. Anyway, in Mark 1s, supposedly the protagonist in Mark 1s, like, somehow time-traveled, or... We'll just say time-traveled, for lack of a better word, but maybe you might be able to understand what I'm trying to say, but we'll just say time-traveled into the first movie but down in the kitchen where Katie stabbed the boyfriend, pretty much. Pretty much the ending of the first one that we never saw, quote-unquote. But pretty much the marked one guy there, like, was the reason why Katie screamed in the kitchen, which caused the boyfriend to run downstairs and to get stabbed by Katie, is the way oh. I understood it. Yeah. So, like, the marked one ties into the original paranormal activity. So when this person, like, projected into their timeline, were they, were they actually physically there, or were it just, like, a ghostly appearance? It would just, like, like, poof, there you are, kind of thing. Like, you were just literally... <laughs> and then like, gone again. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, like, it, it came in, he, like, appeared in the kitchen, and then you see Katie scream... And then you, like, you see the boyfriend come down to get stabbed, and then, poof, you're gone. You pretty much leave. Yeah. That's pretty strange. Yeah, so, I don't really know if you would want to call it time loop or time travel or, or whatever I was trying to say, but, yeah, that's the only kind of, like, conclusion I can think of. Yeah. But, uh, are you into, like, aliens or predator? Um, yeah, I was going to mention that when I said I prefer the older horror movies, 
I actually used to, I grew up watching the Predator movies because uh, my stepdad liked watching them. He had them all on VHS and we used to watch those. That's actually uh, the same person who played the movie that gave me nightmares for weeks on end as well. <laughs> it, it, it were really, really, I say it's a rubbish movie, but it weren't that terrible. It's just, I was like six at the time and I had nightmares for weeks. Uh, it was a film called Split Second. And the main character was, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but I think it's Rutger Hauer. That's damn right. The, the, the main guy out of Hobo with the shotgun. <laughs> oh, um, And he, he played like this cop, and um, his partner got killed, and he's been hunting his partner's killer for years, and then he discovers that it's not even a human, it's like a demonic monster thing. And it takes your heart out and eats it. Huh. And when when this monster's like in close vicinity, you can hear heartbeats really loud, like a heart beating, and then it comes for you and takes you away. So <laughs> for weeks afterwards, I'd be at school, like I'd go down. There's like a, it was like a really long corridor where you were just on your own when you went to the toilet at school. And I'd be studying toilets, and there was a scene on film where. There was some guy in toilets and they could hear his heartbeat and they dragged him away from toilets. So <laughs> I was always scared to go to the toilet at school. <laughs> yeah, that, that gave me nightmares for weeks. Anyway, same with Predator. I used to love that, but that scared me a little bit because I was only a kid. I'm assuming it would probably be because of that whole fact that, like, they could turn invisible kind of thing so you can't really see them, per se. I'm assuming um, I can't remember the exact parts that made me jump back. I remember there's one that really stands out, and that's on the second one when Danny Glover goes on the roof and all the pigeons fly out. That always used to get me every time. That's a good scene. <laughs> yeah, that's a good scene. Uh, so, Weave, um, you you are a YouTuber, which that's pretty much why I'm interviewing you, too, because you gave the podcast a shout-out, not only because I know you, but uh, you named it Weed Gaming. Is there, uh, there, like, a certain reason why you named it that, or you just figured it just worked out? Um, mainly because I'm lazy and I couldn't be bothered to think of a unique name. <laughs> <laughs> so Weed Gaming was born, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Which, uh, how did, how did you get the name Weave, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it's just a childhood nickname that people used to give me when they used to bully me, but then I just kind of took it as my own, and people just stopped saying it then, because <laughs> I started calling it myself. <laughs> That's pretty much like my old nickname. My old nickname used to be Shadow, because I would always like being a group of people, and then I could literally fall behind. They would forget that I was even in the group to begin with, so I could, like, fall behind and, like, you know, run, run, use the bathroom, then, like, run back to, like, the front way or whatever. Like, if I know where they're going, per se, like, the group, I can literally be walking in front of them, and then that's when they'll start to realize, like, wait, I'm no longer with them anymore. And they're like, how the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I used to disappear and reappear. So that's how Shadow came to be my nickname. But uh yeah, tell us a little bit about your channel, man. Um, like I said, you I've seen a couple videos of you with your horror, which was like Emily Want to Play, Layers of Fear. I believe I saw one for Red and Evil. 
Uh, you were mentioning something about Outlast when I was talking to you. So yeah, give me, give us, give all of us like a uh, rundown and a little bit about your channel. So go for it. Um, well, I've always liked gaming. Gaming is like my main passion. And um, round about two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, uh, my partner fell ill, so I had to quit work to stay at home with the kids and look after her because she's always in and out of hospital all the time so basically I was just sitting around the house doing nothing just so bored and I've always I've always liked the idea of just spending the day doing gaming but actually doing something constructive with it and I never knew how to get all started on the YouTubing and stuff and then I just got to a point where I was just so fed up that I just decided to just go for it and I looked up all the equipment I needed and just kind of just went with it really. Uh, but I, I will say I had a, I had like this preconceived notion that all YouTubers just play a game, record it, stick it on YouTube and they just get paid for it. And then there's no work involved, it's just easy for them. But ever since I started doing it I have realised how much work actually does go into editing videos and. Uh, you could record an hour's worth of footage and then you spend three hours just editing it and snipping bits out just to get it down into a 15 minute chunk and then you've got to wait another two hours to render it if you do like a second pass on the rendering and then another 20 minutes uploading it so you do all that just for a 15 minute video and it is a lot a lot of work so i will say i uh i misjudged a lot of youtubers hmm. well what to say per se, like, I mean, I've seen your work, and it is pretty phenomenal, especially the way you uh, do your intro to the film, like, you pick that certain, what to say, like, scary moment or whatever, and then you you do that jump scare, and then it's just like, and then it's just that, like... That actually uh, came about because I had an intro... Um, I kept getting copyright warnings for music that I was using in videos and my cousin uh, David Shanks has a band called The Supras and he said basically you can use my music because you'll not get copyrighted for it and I've given you my permission to use it so I was using one of his songs at first like the, just an instrumental of one of his songs and um, I said to him he said, he said I could make you a new themed song if you want where like an intro song whatever you want and I'll get working on it so I said I would like something that's like a bit a bit dubstep but also like retro gaming sounds so he kind of mixed them together and he said he had he had fun making that as well because he's never done the dubstep kind of music it's it's a far cry from what he normally does so he said he had fun working with it and he's going to start using that kind of music a bit more in future because he enjoyed doing it so and I've asked him to do like a Halloweeny kind of version of that, a different spin on it, and a Christmassy one, so I can change it up on the the different holidays and stuff. Huh. So that would be cooler. Maybe I could ask your friend then if he wouldn't mind making some cool intro stuff for our podcast, because I keep trying to figure out something cool for our podcast too. That way we don't keep getting copyright stuff too. But I mean, I don't really care. I mean, as long as they don't mute the audio, then I don't care. But otherwise, then yeah, then that's gonna be. Then that means I'm gonna have to go back 
edit the fucking audio just to take out that music and hopefully... Yeah, I had to do that with a... I think it was a FIFA video and it had music built into the game and I got copyrighted for it and it just took me like two hours to edit it and then another two hours to render it just to get a copyright warning. Yep. So I had to go back, take that music out, put it back in, render it for another two hours again just to upload it again. It was crazy. Yeah, and I'm not really too fond with the... uh music that they want you to choose to replace it either <laughs> oh yeah i know <laughs> i was looking through those like i think there was like one cool thing about one of my old videos a long time ago where like they they copyrighted me because of the music but then like because of the video how long it was i was actually able to use like a drowning pool song and i was <laughs> and i and i don't get me wrong i love drown like the old drowning pool like i'm talking like sinner anything after that i don't really care for i like my dave williams of sinner and that i was talking like 90s or earlier yeah yeah Pretty much. I, I, I can remember. I only I only know that one drowning pool song. You know which one I'm talking Let about. The body, uh, the the yeah, the body, and I only remember that one from the WWE Attitude Era. Would it? Oh, would it be Let the Bodies Hit the Floor? Or would that be a different one? Because they did. They actually. Uh, yeah, well, it was that one, and I think. Um, they did one for Triple uh, H. I Chain believe. Chain or Undertaker used it. I think. Oh, no, it might be Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't even remember the name of that one right now. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, Drunkpool did do one for Triple H. Which they actually were, they actually performed it live on a pay-per-view too. Which I thought was pretty badass. It, it was definitely the one that says like the bodies hit the floor. I, I, that's the only song I ever heard. That's the only one I know. The, the, the rest of the album of Sinner is actually really, really phenomenal in my own opinion it, it, it's it's sad that Dave Williams left this world when he was almost done getting ready to write their uh, second album as well so may rest, Dave Williams rest in peace <clears throat> but um, so what game do you like uh, play for your channel per se um, well what I've been doing is I've been asking people to comment on the videos or go to my Facebook page and tell me what they would like to see me play, but nobody's really given me any feedback, so I've just kind of been starting games here and there and just playing whatever I want at my leisure at the moment, um, and then hopefully something will stick and people will request more of a certain game. Um, so I'm just kind of doing my own thing at the moment um, until I get more subscribers and viewers and more feedback and stuff. Uh, so what system do you have that you play on? Um, the only one I don't play on is the Xbox because I had to sell that to fund some of the equipment that I use for the microphone. Well, that's uh, okay. We'll that that's okay. We don't need an Xbox anyway. So, that's <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, I play PS3, PS4, Nintendo Switch, PC... Actually, I think that's it. <laughs> How do you like in the Nintendo Switch? Um, from what I've played, it is pretty cool. I'm not liking how small the controller goes, the one that comes... Um, the you know, the, like one? the empty shell that you slide the two Switch bits in. It feels a bit too small. So I think I am going to have to invest in the Pro Controller. 
Uh, so yeah, you sounds like you do a mixture of games, which is not bad. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good to like be um, what to say Zelda. Excuse me, Zelda for like Nintendo Switch or whatever. To uh, layer the fear for whatever you're playing that. Excuse me, that on. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I pretty much try my hand at any game. If anybody requests something that I've not got, um, I've actually got a game rental company, so I can I just rent it from there and then play whatever's requested. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, then, I uh, okay. So back to Outlast. Now, did you play the first Outlast? Um, yeah, and then I got scared and stopped playing it. <laughs> really? This is this is like um, a regular theme here with me and horror games. <laughs> so then, what made you want to get Outlast 2 then if you never finished the first one? Uh, basically, one of my friends dad makes play it on the channel, so... Oh yeah, yeah, I'll play it. I'm not scared, and then yeah, kind of got scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did actually record part two, and then something happened with PC, and it messed all the recording up. So I've got to go back and uh, do that again, which I'm not looking forward to. Oh boy! I got to the first creepy woman that's screaming and chasing you, and I don't know where I'm supposed to go or how you're supposed to get past her. So I've just been kind of walking in, hearing a scream, running back, crawling under the gate, <laughs> waiting for it to disappear again. It's just, it's just a never-ending loop because I don't know how to get past it. Ah. I don't even remember that game because I, all I remember about that game is just running. Running and more running. Which kind of started becoming <laughs> boring. But, um... What, what are some of your favorite games to play? For uh, for your channel, like, is there any favorite one where you're just like, man, I can't wait to go back to this to finish up, like, my gameplay, or, yeah, my walkthrough, or whatever you're trying to be, whatever you're trying to do for your channel, like, you are trying to do walkthroughs, right, that's kind of one of the point of it, too, like, yeah, yeah, um, the, the ones I've started that I really want to finish, mainly, is The Last of Us is right at the forefront because I've started that game so many times and never ever got past the first clicker I have must have started that game six times, six, seven times and never got past that first clicker so I've not even seen the whole story and with number two being announced I do want to finish that well um, I'm going to warn you right now with The Last of Us I used to have my walkthrough up on my YouTube, my old YouTube I should say, which is The Devil's Thunder Horrorcast is what my old one is I kind of use it every now and then, but then ever since the podcast, I kind of like use the podcast one more than my other one, but maybe one day I'll work on the other one. But anyway, point is, I had um, the entire game of my playthrough of Last of Us on YouTube, and there was a couple videos of mine that got flagged for copyright that they actually muted my video. So I just said, fuck this, and... um, just deleted the entire my entire walkthrough. Like uh, even with Telltale games, uh, I had to delete entire walkthrough from all my episodes just because Telltale the greedy motherfuckers. Yeah, um, the the Guardians of the Galaxy game, Telltale one. 
I actually did get copyright flagged for that, but they, they didn't mute my video. What they've done is they've um, it's basically took the monetization off and put it to whoever owns the rights for the music, so it wasn't too bad. Hmm. Well, I think they've changed the way that they handle copyrights now and uh, monetization. I think you are you can still keep it on, but you have to take the monetization off the video. Which would make them. Yeah. Um, now, is there anything out that uh, you would like to talk about, like about your channel? Um, I'm trying to think, like, real quick. I noted one more thing. Well, a couple of things I'd like to probably get to you if I remember. I definitely remember one thing that I want to add, but is there anything that you would like to add, though? Something that you would like to talk about about your um. channel? Nothing really big's happening on the channel. Um, I'm doing a few more giveaways. Um, I'm doing one at 250 subscribers. That's going to be a game or a voucher. And then I'm, when I get to 500, uh, 400 subscribers, I'm going to do a Q&A video where people can ask me whatever they want. But the questions, I'm going to pull them off the Twitter, so they have to ask them on the Twitter account or the Facebook account. Okay, um, well, and I'm going to pull all the questions and answer them in that video. Okay, so how can so what your how can people uh, connect with you for your channel for like Facebook um, and Twitter? Instagram, that's just where I announce winners and giveaways and stuff. So that's not too important if you're not bothered about the giveaways. Uh, Twitter is going to be for announcing winners and giveaways, but also where you can leave all your questions for the Q and A videos. So if you've got anything you want reading out in a video, that's the place to do that. Um, but apart from that, there's Facebook, which is Weaves Gaming. The Instagram and the Twitter is Weaves underscore Gaming. Um, but yeah, and then uh, for, uh, when I get to 500 subscribers, I'm going to be giving away a console as well. So wow. people keep sending me messages saying, oh, I'm not entering that giveaway because I live in the US or I live in Germany. But I keep stressing in all my videos the, the giveaways that I do. It doesn't matter what country you live in because I will send prizes worldwide. It doesn't matter where you live. So, yeah, I just want to point that out. So that's right, people. So get on it. He's saying worldwide, so you might as well get on it. Think about it. You can have a second PS4 just for winning the contest. Yeah, that, that's what I keep saying. You've got nothing to lose, really, have you? It's, it's a free console. You gotta be in it to win it. Right. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I would be supporting that, even though I would probably not win, but I mean, I still would do my best to be like, hey, I'll support this cause. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll put in my two cents, damn it. <laughs> Speaking of two cents and stuff, so, um, not only do you do, like, YouTube and, like, you know, do giveaways and stuff, but you also, uh, what, um, you create, you make stuff for people like uh, what was it? Facebook covers or whatever. Yeah, and, um, logos and banners. Yeah. So that was just like a little side project that I do. So if anybody wants like logos or banners, even um, cover pictures for Facebook groups, anything like that, because um, as you know, not everybody's like tech savvy or knows how to do work certain art programs on PCs and stuff or well, not everybody has a PC so uh, that's just like a little side thing that I do offers because 
some people start channels and then they're worried that they're not going to get subscribers or views because the banners and the pictures aren't good enough so it's just I offer to help people out with that as well I'll have to probably get on you with that for a nice little maybe horror banner for us too because uh, I've been like the the idea of our banners right now is just like every season we want to switch it is the idea right now but if we can actually get one and I've seen your work you do amazing work so um, if we could get like that one cool like horror image that could be like yes now this is what I want people to see then then yeah you know it's kind of like kind of like what you just said people people are probably afraid that if they don't have that channel artwork that cool upgraded channel artwork then yeah maybe um, maybe it's time that I should like ask you or somebody to like hey what can I do like make something make it pretty or horrific yeah it's like a lot of people um worry about the intro music and stuff like that as well or like the channel trailers and stuff but I always tell people it doesn't matter what other YouTubers are doing or what their channels look like if they have a boring personality nobody's going to watch them no matter what picture they have so if, if you're a fun person don't worry about your, what your channel looks like just keep making good videos and people will come and just watch you for just being you uh, yeah, that is true. That is very true. Um, so, how much do you like charge for your uh, your handy dandy work? Uh, I'm not actually sure what it is in dollars now. I I have got a picture, but I'll uh, I'll send that to you and you can put it somewhere. Uh, I, I really can't remember what it is in dollars. It's uh, six bucks American, so whatever that is in pounds. Uh, I'm trying to remember now because because <laughs> it's like yeah. a dollar because I think American dollar is like a dollar twenty five now per pound or some shit like that like it's it's ridiculous now in my in in my opinion I would say so uh, yeah I'm trying to remember exactly where uh, I, there, it probably is or something so. It's anyway, if six, you really want to know, dollars for oh, logos and twelve dollars for banners. So six dollars for cover. Wait for the for the logos. Like okay, the small so six dollars for the logo and then twelve dollars for the big ones and then twelve dollars for your banner. Pretty much your Facebook covers. So get yeah. on it, people. Get on it. Um. Yeah. Uh, don't really know if there's anything else that we can talk about. I mean, we can always talk about other things, like, um, like, what game so far has really scared the shit out of you, or there are, uh, actually, here's, okay, is there any upcoming games you're looking forward to, wait, Weave? Hmm. Like, I know one of my games I can't wait for is uh, Friday the 13th game, which comes out in 14 more days. Two weeks. Two weeks from today, technically. I was looking forward to Mass Effect, but that's already out now. Um, There's a game called Days Gone. I'm not sure when that releases, though. Yeah, I don't even know if it's this year or next year, so I don't know. Uh, Portal Knights, I'm looking forward to that. What one? Portal Knights. 
that's actually out on Steam, but I am absolutely hopeless with keyboard and mouse, so I'm waiting for the uh, waiting for the console version. Huh, I'll have to check that out. Definitely have to check that out. Well, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much about it. I mean, that's really all I wanted to really ask and ask about your channel and stuff, but is there anything else that I'm missing, Weave, that you would like to get out there? For your channel? Um, no, not really. Just if you want some free stuff, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And uh, at the end of this podcast, I will definitely get the links from Weave here so you can uh, go like his page, follow him, whatever, so you can keep up to date with his channel and his contest. Because you definitely know you want that free PS4. Wink! Um, yeah, uh, we've thank you for your time. Uh, for for the listeners, what, I'll let you have your last final say, like your you know your final comment or anything that you would like to say to the listeners. I guess for your final final thing. <laughs> um, no, just I'm just thankful for you having me on here. To be honest, um, if anybody wants to ask me anything, they can go to Twitter at weaves underscore gaming and ask me there, and I'll happily answer any questions that anybody has. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Alright, guys. Well, uh, that was at the end of this episode, and uh, just remember, go follow follow and uh, follow Weave Gaming at weave underscore gaming. You can go like uh, his Facebook page at Weed Gaming Channel. So Facebook. Oh, um, another quick thing is if you go on YouTube and search for Weeb's Gaming, there is actually two channels called Weeb's Gaming. It's the one that's purple with the rocket on it because the other one is a really, really old channel and that's not been in use for a long time. Well, pretty much. Because I've had a lot of people subscribing to the wrong one. Well, pretty much it's almost close to the image of the podcast, but. It's, yeah. it's all purple background except for the uh, planet in the background like this episode has but if you do which actually I think that's your banner anyway right um, it's going to be changed very soon I've got somebody working on smart work because I've got a little mascot to put on the channel pictures very cool very cool um, you use photoshop for your work right um, yeah yeah uh, and it's the CS version, or is it just um, like regular? CS6, I think. Damn, yeah, CS6, holy shit. Tell you how much I've been out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> I I still use fucking Adobe Photoshop 7, man. <laughs> that shit worked fine. In my it? opinion, I think all Photoshops are the same. They just add tiniest few new features on that you're never going to use just to justify charging you more money again. Yeah, pretty much. That's the way I look at it. But yeah, so uh, we've so before we go, can you tell everybody once again where people can find you on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and Instagram? Um, yeah, um, YouTube we at Weaves Gaming, Facebook page is Weaves Gaming, and the Instagram and Twitter is Weaves underscore Gaming. And I've also got the Twitch account Weave eighty seven UK, all one word. Okay, yeah, that's, I'll ha- definitely have to get these links up for people, too. So that way it'll make it easier as well. But, uh, Weave, thank you for taking your time to jump on this uh, podcast. I know I appreciate it, and I know Tessa would appreciate it if she was here, because 
she appreciated the two shout-outs that you gave us already. So I figured that, uh, you know, I might as well ask you to come on our show, damn it. <laughs> it's only fair. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I hope you had fun. And uh, everybody out there, just remember to skate. See, I've already fucked it up already. <laughs> Which, uh, Weave, you can help me say it, too, at the count of threes. I usually say stay scary. So, you and me would try it at the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Stay scary. scary.